Um, welcome, everyone. Um, this is the first episode of the $4 Chai Tea Turmeric Latte Podcast. Uh, I'm Pranav, and along with me, we have Karan and Amit as well. Um, we're just uh, three best friends who often have like, not night-long rambling sessions about random topics. Uh, and we thought, hey, why not make it a podcast? So, uh, I'm just going to give uh, Karan and Amit the chance to introduce themselves. Say hi, guys. Hello, I'm Karan. Hi, I'm Amit. Um, and just to clarify, it's uh, Pranav who does the um, rant sessions. Karan and I just uh, give our opinions on it, like how we are doing right now. So, just thought I'd clarify <laughs> that. That, that is true. Um, I tend to be a very opinionated person, and uh, my opinions sometimes run, rub these guys the wrong way, so we'll see how this, uh, this goes. Um, so yeah, the first episode, um, something I wanted to talk about was uh, Desi men and uh, their Western media portrayals. Um, like everybody can see that Desi men aren't widely represented in Western popular culture. Um, I think the last time we had a male leading role might have been Life of Pi, which was when all of us were still kind of in high school. Uh, I think I was in my sophomore year uh, of high school, uh, current as well. So there hasn't Mine been- came out when we were in college. That has Dave Patel as well. What came out when you were in college? Lion with Dave Patel. I guess how popular was that? Because I don't remember having watched it. was nominated for an Oscar, so it's pretty yeah, good. Like, won. won one, I think. So. Yeah. It did $140 million in the box office. Yes, that's good. I mean, that's a good start. But I, don't, I mean, I've been maybe out of the movie loop for a little bit. Um, yeah, so, just, uh, I'm just trying to add some more to it. It's not like the fact that we can't even think of many. This is not a great start. Yeah, yeah that is true. Like, um, yeah, no, so, and like Karan said, Dave Patel was probably the last leading role uh, in an Oscar nominated film. And it's not like uh, India leads have actively failed in the box office. Like, Slumdog Millionaire was a hit. Uh, Life of Pi was also a hit. I didn't find it as fun. Um, I think it was just spectacular visually, but story-wise, um, I don't know. It felt lacking and driven. And then I think Karan can talk about Dave Patel's movie because I haven't really watched it. And his I've seen Lion a couple of times. It's pretty good, honestly. Um, but, I mean... It's the type of content, though, that people want to see about India, right? That's another issue that we have to talk about. It's like content that they want with respect to Indians is of, like, two types, right? One is, like, comic relief, like, nerd science, like, people. And then the other one is, like, oh, shit, this is the poverty or whatever. I mean, the same thing happens in Africa a lot as well, right? But that's the only content that people, like, kind of want to see. I mean, that's essentially what Lion is about. I mean, he, the movie is about a guy who, who's, who was born and raised in a slum. And um, so these, this Australian couple 
white couple come and they adopt him oh i remember yeah. this movie and, now i read the story before i saw the movie yeah and then okay. and then like and then like 20 years later or something he's just really curious about his like family roots so he tries to find his um his mom and his his biological mother and brother and then he travels like around india trying to find them and then he does find his mother at the end of the movie it's based on a true story yeah so. yeah no i remember watching the 60 minutes australian segment on it i just didn't i guess tie the movie's name with the uh the incident so yeah um i guess yeah that that also like what karan brought up uh and what amit brought up also goes to my next point is that when uh indian people are or indian men specifically are present in these kind of uh scenarios or in western media they're often kind of caricaturized uh they like for example you have apu from the simpsons who was voiced by hank azaria who isn't even indian you have rajesh kutrapali um from the big bang theory as well as his parents who fun fact neither of them are also of the uh, i guess desi origin as far as i remember the the actor who portrays the dad is iranian um so there's that kind of modeling there as well uh and then also one thing that i found interesting was an episode from mr robot where uh there's a character named rohit mehta who goes by ron uh who's like the leader of a that's sorry not the leader the ceo of a coffee company and uh they essentially kind of uh i guess the main character um kind of hacks into his accounts and then finds out that he's leader of a child pornography ring so again even when they're kind of uh the villain it just looks like they're kind of the most despicable kind of villains especially with child pornography being there um so yeah uh any thoughts on that guys or at least the points that i've got i mean my first thought is you said he goes by the name ron Yeah the the coffee shop's name is Ron's Coffee so essentially i mean it also dates the stereotype that when indians come to the country uh their names are too difficult to pronounce um so it's not, it's not really of, a stereotype it's, it's like genuinely people cannot pronounce our names i mean like i tell, yeah, you, guys, like I tell uh, you guys this all the time right my name is two syllables and four letters and people still can't pronounce it like i've heard some like crazy variations of my name Like yeah, it, it, and, I mean, in the one year I've been here, it's ridiculous, honestly. And I guess the stereotype is is that they don't, at least Western people, don't want to learn, uh, learn the names. Like I've had, like since I moved to Pittsburgh, everybody keeps asking me, "How do you pronounce your name?" So I can make sure I pronounce it right. So they put effort there. But I, at least Karan has a better example of this: is that his name uh, is typically spelled K A R A N. Uh, but Karan, please explain why your name is spelled differently, if you don't mind. Yeah, so we had an, an H in my name, so it's K H A R A N. Growing up, um, um, my parents were in Oklahoma when I was going to be born, and so we, my mom was showing names to people, and K A R A N was going to com- commonly going to be misconstrued as Karen, and did not want to be a Karen even. 25 30 years ago so um they added an h for pronunciation sake um i don't 
have too much of a problem with the name thing. Um, yeah. Of course, like white names, people can like construe like, even in India, we do have Christian names. We have, I mean, the names are names. I don't, I don't think it's a lack of effort, but maybe sometimes it's like a, a proactive idea that people are trying to eat. Like, so my dad goes by Sean, his name, though, you know, it's trying it's to like English. give up, give like, give yourself sometimes a fighting chance, whether you think that it's like due to white people ignorance or not, right? Yeah, and no, I, I agree with that. But I think the point I wanted to tie into was that in, in all these Western media, like all always, like the Indians will have like very very white names. Where when you're looking at them, right, even though there are Christian names in uh, Indian culture, because we have a decent Christian population, um, some of them are ridiculous, like uh, Priyanka Chopra's forgot. Uh, what the show she acted in was like her her breakout role in Hollywood went by uh, a very Latina name. I believe it was Alex something. The last name, uh, either of you guys remember. And then again, yeah, it was in, Alex something. I forgot what it was. Yeah, it was a very Latina last name. So and they justify that by saying it was like it was like Parish or something. I don't know if that's like, Alex yeah, Parish. Yeah, oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There no, we go. that's true. Yeah, yeah it was Alex Parish and. No Indian seeing that show even thought for a minute that that was understandable in any way. Um, so, and then again, it's, it's happened throughout. Like even in Suits, I remember. Do uh, you guys remember Priya from Big Bang Theory, Rajesh's uh, sister? Yeah. If I think you guys, parish was half Indian, half white. I think her dad yeah, was white. She, hence the parish, but yeah, um, hence the parish. Parish sounds Middle Eastern. It sounds like a very like, like Arabic. Parish has got to do with like Jewish. No, Parish has got to do with like neighborhoods and community. Like so, like ancient older records. If you go even in like the U.S. or the U.K. Yeah, like, Parish literally translates to a neighborhood. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, even if you remember from Big Bang Theory, like they had, the same actress appeared in Suits, and her name was something so like completely white it wasn't even close to being indian so i guess that's that's a problem to discuss but again um it kind of deviates a little from the main point that we're kind of making but still it is relevant um but yeah it's just that uh we're just people of our skin color often kind of character character using my ability to pronounce made caricatures of um, just with the Indian accents, uh, some weird stereotypes about playing with cobras or not, uh, and curry being the only form of food that we eat, which, again, is not great. Um, and I did want to bring attention to something that uh, even the brown people who have made it big in the industry haven't really done much to help this kind of stereotype from vanishing. Like, Mindy Kaling and Aziz Ansari haven't done really very much, especially like with their successes, Mindy Kaling in The Office, uh, The Mindy Project, stuff like that. Like you, if you scroll through their cast list, you don't see very many brown people. And that always struck me as odd. Like if either of you scroll through like the Mindy Project's cast list right now, 
I can guarantee you, you will only see at max one or two brown men. And that's because the whole stereotype or like the whole thing that was being portrayed in the show is that she dated only white men. And you're just like thinking all. And then every time I kind of just hear synopsis of these episodes, it's always just like, oh, the only reason she was seeing an Indian man is because she might have been forced into an arranged marriage with, uh, because of her parents or something like that. So it's again, like it's kind of perpetuating those kind of weird, uh, weird understandings that, okay, uh, like Indian men aren't desirable in any, any facet. They're just not sellable content wise. Uh, like I said, Again, goes back to like the question of what is content, right? I mean, what is content that people want, not what is content, but it's exactly. like, um, in a yeah. sense, like content that, yeah. But then you also have to think about how often Mindy Kaling has come out and talked about her brownness and how she fe- felt like, I guess. That unwanted. doesn't mean that like she can only date brown dudes, right? Or, I'm not. I'm not saying she should only date brown dudes, but you have to look and see that. She's trying, she's saying, oh, this is my culture, this, that, but she's not doing really much to... Just because it's your culture, that doesn't mean you can only date brown dudes, right? Again, I'm not saying only date brown dudes, but there's not even a brown dude in the show as a friend or as an acquaintance or something. I mean, you also have to look at it from this perspective, right? I mean, in Hollywood in general, how many brown people do you actually know? Right, like how many brown people are actually in Hollywood? I'm I'm sure it's like an extremely small number to the extent that you can actually count it. So I mean the thing is that I mean you can now you can go ahead and say that yeah, okay, let's cast these people, but I mean there there also it also boils down to the fact, you know, first of all, do they even want to do the role? Right? And even if they want to do the role, how are they going to fit into the show? And oh, also it's about talent, right? I mean, if they're not good enough for the role, then why the hell do you want to put them in the I, show? I, I don't think there's any dearth of Indian talent. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm so a fan of this. Like, Isha tells yeah, there's me no the dearth of Indian talent. She like, tells me all the time, like, all the brown girls, like, they have, like, six roles they apply for, and it's, like, a ton of them applying. Yeah. I mean, yeah. See, I mean, you guys would know better than me. I, I'm, I, I personally the, am not... The issue uh, is... The issue is different, right? It's any time that they've tried to make a show about, like, India, Indian culture, even without being, like, offensive or racist, it's like, they don't know where to play, right? So, do you guys remember there was a movie called Outsourced, and then they made a TV show as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I watched it. I watched the whole show, actually. See, the, the issue with the show is it didn't know where to play. It was not Indian enough for the Indians. It was, like, kind of too Indian for the non-Indian viewers. And then nobody was left happy with it, right? And mm. so when people try to do more daring things like that, it doesn't, like, work out. Indians are never going to have, like, a crazy rich Asians equivalent, right? I mean, yeah, we're not no. going to get... We should have... I mean, we're not going to get a superhero. Mrs. Marvel, don't even know what that is. Like, yeah, see, that's, that's the thing, right? Like, the issue is that it's, like, not a, it's not a big enough market to people because many people don't understand what we want right and then what one more thing i want to add is that the problem also is that like as a community indians of because of it being so diverse it becomes very tough to do one thing that everybody will kind of band behind 
So then some because of that sort of you know barrier to entry, people don't even want to start. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I think that's a pretty good point. Um, oh, I, I mean, if, but then like if you look back, I guess ten years, ten twenty years, right? How many I guess East Asian people did you see, kind of tearing it up? And then we've had like this kind of explosion of East Asian content over the past uh, four or five years. Why can't the same thing happen for Indian people? Like you've had Crazy Rich Asians, you've had Shang-Chi, then you've had like uh, the insane success of K-dramas. K-dramas have always been popular in the East, right? It's just that... It's always been popular in the East, but I'm talking about it from a Western perspective. Like Shang-Chi and uh, uh, what is that? Crazy Rich Asians was so popular in the Western Hemisphere. And it's not just because it was a story white people wanted to watch. The, Asian commu- the East Asian community came out droves to see it. It was insanely popular because East Asian people watched it. And it wasn't just limited to people from Singapore or China and stuff, especially when the show itself is set in Singapore with people who have kind of emigrated there from mainland China, right? Like you saw uh, interest in it from Koreans, Japanese, Filipinos, stuff like that. Even Indians watched it a lot, right? So why why do you think that same explosion can't happen with Indian content and Indian characters, right? Because I guess we're kind of changing the main topic and like saying, okay, look, Indian men, when they're portrayed in media, it's not in a flattering light. And why is that, right? Because, okay, we're not seeing the content that, uh, uh, we're not seeing like the content because like you said, people can't relate to the India that might be possible, right? They'll say, okay, we don't really see that India. We want like a slumdog millionaire equivalent or a lion equivalent. Uh, so let me, but, I'd like to st- like maybe answer a few of your questions. I'm gonna please jump in if I'm speaking for too long. I think as a community where I think that like you know Indians in the community are very like guarded or grouped even within like the Indian community like in New Jersey for example the Telugu's are very like insular like a very close group the Gujarati is close group things like that right so it's very tough to like find something that first of all like would unite this is something that i think maybe is an indian issue first before um a broader issue i think there's got to be something that unites all of us together even for example like indian matchmaking everybody watches it white people watch it asian people watch it like uh, african-americans have watched it i know a lot of people different types of people have watched it and you know like People, some people say, oh, this is not like representative. I think it's a pretty good representation. But then even within the community, there's so many things that people like agree or disagree to that makes it tough for people to like actually understand and celebrate the thing, like something that could potentially unify us. Like a Shang-Chi that everybody watched and like everybody university lauded. I don't think something like that will happen for like in the Indian community. Think of it even as like, like a Bollywood versus South Indian movies, right? 
I mean, you can look at that as an example with RRR. I think that's a great success, at least in Netflix. Uh, at least from what I've seen, it's been praised universally. Uh, there are a lot of kind of, I think I saw some snippets of tweets from directors and actors saying, go watch this movie, it's great. Uh, Every single person I've spoken but, to that's seen it thinks it's shit. So, like, what do you do? I don't even know what word. What is this show? I've never even heard of it. It's a movie called RRR. I haven't watched it. I tried watching it, and then they started it off with some Indian kid singing to a white woman in the middle of a jungle. So I was just like, it's (laughs) Well, it's set in, like, the 1800s. Yeah, it's set in colonial India. It's Um, not like, it's not like, (laughs) yeah, it's set in colonial India. I mean, it's not like it's out of place, but I was like, um, no, I mean, I, I completely agree with Karan. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, no. I no. mean, because the thing is that, and I can, because if you if you really look at, I mean, especially since we, you know, we all, and I, I say this because, you know, since we all grew up in India, I think we can even offer an even more unique perspective because the average, you know, Indian American, you know, is born in the States, grows up in the States, maybe they visit India once in a while, but we, but we were part of a very small group of people yeah. that, that, you know, that were born in the States, grew up in India and came back to the States. So I think, you know, and I, and, and you, and we all saw it growing up, right? Especially living in Bangalore, the, you know, really small city it was when we first moved there, right? We saw how rapidly it expanded and how close how close-knit of a community it was initially, but then how diverse it is now. But we still see that, right? I mean, even today, I'm sure if we go back to Bangalore, we're still going to see a lot of North Indians who are going to be very annoyed by the fact that there are some auto drivers and shopkeepers who can't speak Hindi and that they expect them to speak Hindi and they don't want to learn Kannada, right? I mean, and it's the same thing. If you, I mean, if you go to Tamil Nadu, it's even worse. People are even more you know, um, you know, not very enthusiastic about the fact that people from the north come there and just expect people to know Hindi. Happens in Kerala also. It's it's like a, you know, the South Indian, North Indian dynamic has always been there and it's going to continue to be there. And then and even within like South India, there's like, like Karnataka versus Tamil Nadu fights. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, the Kaveri River shit has been going on for God knows how long. So, so like, I, what I, I'm trying to say, Pranav, is it's going to be very tough to get some, like, to have, like, a Shang-Chi, that, as you mentioned, that, like, connects I, everyone together when, I don't know how Shang-Chi did it, to be fair. I have not watched it. But I think it's going to be very tough. I think we need something like that first to come out to show, like, a different perspective. Yeah, until no, then, everybody's going to only think, as you mentioned. Yeah, uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, I kind of, I would say I mildly disagree with your guys' points, even though, like, Indians in general in India can be very separated, right? Um, I don't see how that would impact the effects on the current generation of Indian Americans, right? They're not going to be widely separated based on their uh, ethno-linguistic backgrounds. Right, because I don't I think that's true. I, 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 I don't I, think that's true. I mean, I see, like you can see the them being very insular, like, but that's because of their parents. Like me, I've had, I have so many friends from different. Right, I had uh, in Purdue, I had a person from Chandigarh, I had a person from in, I had a friend from Indore, I had a, uh, I had a Tamilian friend who grew up in, 
Botswana, right? I had one who was born in India, but then went and grew up in America. And when you go to college, you see Indians hang out with Indians, no matter the, no matter the kind of. They still uh, all spoke in Hindi, and I didn't speak Hindi. I mean, they all spoke in Hindi. No, so, so what do I do? That's that's on them, right? But it's not that you so can't. Can't even agree on a language to speak on. I mean, why should they? <laughs> they it's like two thousand. It doesn't different... have to be English. I'm not saying, but like, I... see, the thing is also like the South Indians in America. I like at least on my side, right? Like, I have Telugu part of the family. I have a Kannada part. Of None of them know how to speak either Kannada or Telugu. And I know that's also because they've not been exposed to as much. Because at least here also the in these... The groups are still very insular. Ask your Telugu side of the family about any of their extended friends. They'll all still be Telugu people. Yeah, but that'll, that'll be like Telugu side of the family of people not our age. That'll just be the uncles and aunties. No, also that, the thing is that the I kids, think... I, the kids all hang I, out. The kids all hang out together, but when they go to college, when they go to high school, their parents can't dictate who they hang out with, and they hang out with the general. Not really. I mean, I, they still can. I mean, a lot of a lot of Asian parents still dictate that to a no, large extent. No, kind of. Your point is correct that people mingle, but it it has to continue, right? It's pretty pervasive that like. Yeah, and I think that's the generation. Like, continue. If, I, I, maybe it. It needs a little more time for this uh, group to, like, even if you look at, like, immigration statuses, Indians came after um, any of the other Asian groups. So maybe this group needs to mature a little bit before we see the change that we're seeing in other communities. Also, and also if you look, if you look at it in general, right, even amongst East Asians, they tend to flock with each other. It's, and it's not just an East Asian thing. It's an ethnic thing. Right at the end of the day, you want to be part of a group or a community that you can relate to, right? Yes, East and that Asian, is exactly my point. Like everybody makes a bigger at... deal of like the Asians, right? Of any type, like all the Chinese kids hanging together, the Indian kids okay. hanging together. They always yeah, adopt. See, all the thing the is, Spanish kids, the Italian kids, all the French kids—they all hung out, but it doesn't matter, right? It's not like as yes, but like no. Listen to my point here, like, and I've seen this, right? The American Asians do not care what ethnicity the AR, right? If you go to college, you see people from mainland China hanging out with each other. You see people from mainland Korea hanging out with each other. But if you go and see Asian Americans, they will hang out with a wide variety. And that's the same thing with India, right? They don't speak the same language. They can speak in English. They do speak in English, right? You'll see people from, you'll see like Korean origin people, Chinese origin people, Japanese, Filipino, all in the same group. Right? And again, that, that kind of belies your point as to, okay, why are these Asian American kids hanging out together? I mean, but there is you, a fundamental you, difference uh, between Asian and American. logically speak point. different long. They, they, they disagree. They, they don't speak the same language. Right? No, no, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the fundamental difference. You can speak out to me, Karan. Sorry. Mm. Sounds good. I'll tell you the fundamental difference, okay? The fundamental difference is, is that and 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 you know this because we grew up in india right we saw it we see it still today even in the us with indians who came from india and we see it with indian americans you may not have realized it but if you haven't i'll 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 make you realize it right now 
our culture is very very different from american culture you know that it's honestly the polar opposite yeah, right I mean, our our culture our culture tells us that being extroverted is rude and disrespectful so they make so they let us so they tell us to be you know they don't tell us to be introverted outright but they they like they say it in the form of like you know talk less and... talk less okay. listen more and like all that other stuff right but yeah, in, but in that american also flies culture oh, listen wait let me finish people. let me finish let me finish okay. but in american culture it's it's encouraged that you be outgoing that you be friendly and all this other stuff i mean it's not like people are telling indians not to be friendly but we express it in different ways right and the thing is that also what you need to understand is that most asian americans are also first generation right at at most they're second generation and very very few are third generation right so they're still children of immigrants so then they so then their so then their parents kind of push that you know you need to go and achieve the american dream because that's what we wanted to do and we were not able to do it so let's have you do it so then they're always caught in like you know i i don't want to be seen as too american and be alienated from my culture but i also don't want to be too asian and not be able to fit in and they're also in this you know like you know they're caught in the middle right so for them it's because they grow up in the us that and you know they're going to grow up around mostly americans so obviously they're going to have american friends right but also you have to look at it from the perspective that most asians are concentrated in certain geographical locations right like if you go to the east coast and the west coast you're you're fine but the middle you the the minute you come to the midwest you're you're going to find it difficult to actually find asians so at the end of the day you're who are you going to be around you're going to be around like white people right for the most part so so that's also something that you have to take into consideration it's not it's not so simple in my I, opinion i i don't particularly see the relevancy because i'm talking about indian americans i'm not talking about us who grew up in india and can see and tell the difference and uh, and again you're talking about extrovertedness i don't think tracks because we have the saying atithi devo bhava which is guest above all how many that people, has nothing to do with you being outgoing though yeah no but it's being outgoing because how many indians throw parties like the north india throws weddings like there's no tomorrow, right that's being outgoing that's showing extravagant uh shows of wealth basically i don't i don't agree with the fact like my parents never raised me with that thing saying uh uh like they would say okay don't talk back to elders like that's with a, any asian culture right you have to respect elders but i don't think there's anything in in any culture that says don't be outgoing because yeah. well pranav like, the thing you, is have you, you seen my dad you've seen my dad in what country do you think he won't be outgoing he's literally the most outgoing person i know see i'll tell you <laughs> what you would tell me you're giving me personal anecdote and not data i'm okay. that, that's fine but like i'm talking about in general we have the saying atithi yeah in general it is in general indians are not outgoing see the th- and also i'll i'll tell you one more thing i have an even more unique perspective than the both of you because i went to college in india at least you guys went to college in the us when i went to an engineering college in india people are not outgoing there okay they are not i went to one of the yeah, best the, colleges again, in the country it is they are not outgoing people yeah, are really not that outgoing yeah one and, you went to an engineering college because all of our engineers are introverts and two i'm talking about indian americans i'm not talking about indian 
Right. I'm talking about yeah. like the success of Western or like Indian people in Western media. And I'm sure, and it's still my belief that all the Indians would easily bend together, even if the lead was a Tamilian or North Indian. I'm sure they would. They would be so excited to see that portrayal, right? And I don't think it's... What is portrayal then that you'd like to see? Hmm? So what... So then, comes back to the content. What content would you like to see? Uh, Let's say you had free reign to... Yeah, and... uh, You were Mindy K. Lane, basically. Okay, so Prana Katragata. And I'm sure there's, like, a lot of content you can talk about, like, stories that... What would you like to see? That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to say that. It's like, okay, for example, like, somebody came to in like there's so many stories of immigrants coming to india i mean the u.s for college that can be a whole show in and of itself it's, and you can have so much content that's something i'd like to see uh like i don't know if there are any indian superheroes out there most likely Shaktiman. not huh? shaktiman shaktiman yeah perfect um but like miss miss marvel i think was a good start like it gave these brown people in general representation. Um, it's but then again, always feels like an afterthought. Honestly, in my opinion, anything anytime they talk about Indians, it just feels like an afterthought. It's like, oh uh, wait, we need to add one. Yeah, because we have so many. We have like the whole brown diaspora is Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, Nepal to an extent, uh, Sri Lanka. and Sri Lanka. Nepal? No, nobody cares about Nepal. What are you talking about? Nobody cares about Nepal, but Nepal to an extent, I would what say. What about Bhutan, huh? Bhutan, they've been... They've uh, been who like, has ever considered own. Bhutan? I do, I, I, no, when you I, said Bhutan right now, I, I was like, Bhutan? <laughs> so, I don't know if Bhutan was ever part of even the Mughal Empire as a, as a thing. Of course it was. Was it? But yeah, I mean, I guess... that. The, I mean, there's so much content you can. Like, even if you kind of take white girl, uh, sorry, new girl or something, like those kind of shows, How I Met Your Mother, and you kind of put an Indian lead in, that won't change much, I don't think, right? Then you, like, there are so many... How I Met Your Father has an Indian dude. No one has talked about it. I know, but because, is he the lead? No, Hilary Duff is the lead. Is, is he romantically involved with Hilary Duff? No, because... God forbid they have that uh, interaction, right? And then you have like... Cal okay, Penn came in How I Met Your Mother. Cal Penn came in How I Met Your Mother for like a grand total of three episodes. And in okay, a very so unethical what? way where he's the psychiatrist who uh, bangs his patient, which again, why, why does it have to be an Indian who's committing these kind of stupid acts? Um, now, I mean, like, also, you have, you have to look at it from this perspective also, Pranav. It's, see, at the end of the day, everything is a business. Okay, and everybody and that's wants. That's what I'm to, saying. And, that's and what I've been saying make, from the start. No, yeah, no. So then you have to look at. It, so you have to look at it from that perspective, right? If it's a business, your goal is to make money and be profitable. The only way that's going to happen is if you is if you provide content to a large group of people, a very large group of people who want to consume that content, right? Yes, so the thing is that the, if you if you give it only to Indians, only the Indians I'm will asking consume it, it to be only to Indians. Right. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying, I'm saying the things that if you're going to pander to the Indian or the NRI audience, right? they not asking the for that the, either. No, but listen, it, the thing is that if you're going to 
the content will only be relatable to them. It's not going to be relatable to the average American. So there's a good chance that they won't give a shit about it. So it's not going to make any money. Right? Yes, what was relatable to the wider American audience about crazy rich Asians? Then? It was all rich people. It was all it rich matter? people. It was, yeah, it no, was no of course it matters. What are you talking about? No, no, no wait, let me finish my point. People. Let me finish my point. Like, if it's rich people, like... How do you how do how do they relate to the Tawas blooming in that scene? That scene would have been irrelevant to so many people, right? No, it's just rich people, just rich people showing off the world. You can do that in India. India has like one of the richest men alive right now in vocation. Two of the top ten, huh? Two of the top ten. Right? If your nine. logic is that it's just because it's rich people, you can have a show called Crazy Rich Indians and have the same logic there, and then. By your logic, that would be sellable too. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. But you also have to understand that it took a long time for Crazy Rich Asians to see its success. In the sense that it took like a lot of time for East Asian stereotypes to be broken to reach the extent that Crazy Rich Asians had its success. And same thing with Shaanxi. But the thing is, that has never happened with Indians. Never. Never. Took okay. five the years is um, why? Because why? because nobody because Pranav nobody gives a shit. That's the that's see the nobody gives, nobody gives a shit, right? But see, I and this is another point is that like like recently at least brown women have had great success in Western media. I mean, the first instance might have been like Aishwarya Rai Bachchan and Pink Panther too. I mean, it wasn't the greatest role, but it was a start. Then you have Priyanka Chopra breaking in again. Uh, to mixed reviews. Um, and then you just had, like, uh, what is that? Uh, Miss Marvel had its whole swath of brown women talent. Then you have the Never Have I Ever by Mindy Kaling, who was a brown female lead. Um, and, and yeah, so brown women have... And then I think there was another movie recently, like 2018, with another brown woman lead as well. So, like, brown women have found decent success in Hollywood. Like, of course, uh, like Karan points out, and Isha would know more about this, that a lot of people apply to the role and few get it because there are so few roles. But at the same time, like, you can see a palpable difference between the amount of roles that brown women get and the amount of roles that brown men get. Right? And I'm not saying this as a woman. I'm very happy with their success and how they're representing our community. But, like, if you have people like Mindy Kaling and Aziz Ansari talking about how they love their roots or how they love their culture and they want to help people uh, understand Indian culture better, it doesn't work when, you, when the only thing about Indian culture that you show, in Mindy Kaling's case, is just a video of her making dosa with Kamala Harris uh, just maybe, what, three weeks before the 2020 election. Just, I don't think it works, that's my personal opinion. You can disagree with that. but. It just doesn't work with that way. So when you're kind of preaching, saying, look, I want more brown people in these kind of roles, and you actively discard the population in that, that puts us back. That's my main point. Yeah, okay, so I get that. Um, also, the thing is that I, I don't know how many brown men, at least Indian Americans, want to become actors. Okay, I, I personally don't know the number. I'm sure there are some, but I, in, my, in, my, in my view or in my personal opinion is it's an extremely niche 
category is a very small number. I don't think there are a ton of brown, like Indian American men who want Indian American or Indian Desi, sorry, American Desi men who want to become, who want to enter the entertainment industry for the purpose of being actors. My, this is my view from, from whatever, from, uh, you know, whatever little, yeah. you know, small Let me just add quickly onto that. I know. So. Yeah. Let me just add quickly onto that and you can continue in that you can have an open casting call, right? And they did this for, I think, one of Mindy Kaling's projects. They had an open casting call for a brown woman and their site crashed because they had so many applications. I'm sure if you had something similar with brown men, right, just asking for a brown man lead, there would be a decent response. I mean, there's not enough data to show that and it's not being done, but I'm pretty confident. Um, that that would happen but yeah continue Sorry. but the thing is that a, a casting call is like a very like um, I don't think it's a good example because if it's a casting call for just a minor role then I mean the barrier of entry is going to be very low it's just going to be some side character who stands there for like 10 seconds in the scene so, so the main lead I believe okay ma- okay and, and the things that also you have to under- also the thing is that People do it for clout. You also have to take that into consideration. It's not like they actually want to become an actor or an actress. People like do it for clout. I understand. Well, I have that, a question for both of you guys. So I know Pranav is like bothered that there's not enough Indian men representation. Do you think that Indian men primarily are really bothered that there's lack of representation? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think Indian guys give a shit, to be very honest. I know I don't. I, I personally couldn't care less. Indian Americans, at least. I think I don't know enough Indian Americans. You guys know more than me, so I can't really say anything uh, about that. Other than Pranav, to be fair, yeah. to, to my people point, are right. upset about, like, not upset, but like they kind of get miffed about, like, the examples Pranav shared earlier, like Apu, or primarily Apu, really. Um, I don't think that's ever driven them to be like, we need Indian male leads who are not nerdy or not awkward. Yeah, no, to my understanding as well, right? For example, um, and there will always be like niche uproars in different communities, right? But I don't think there was too much of a clamor for something like Crazy Rich Asians. There wasn't like, and you saw how that blew up. And then, for example, Black Panther, I think, has shaped an entire generation and an entire generation of uh, young black Americans because they had so many strong male leads and female leads, right? Chadwick Boseman uh, and the kind of Dorachi Millay. I can't, I don't remember if I'm pronouncing that right. But also uh, Shuri in the, in the movie as well. Like, it's cre- it was a cultural phenomenon. It brought something to the fore that people really didn't think about it because really before Black Panther, I don't think there was that much of a clamor for black male leads. Right? You had your Denzels, you had your Jamie Foxes here and there, but not as popular. And then Black Panther came out and it showed the positive effect that Michael these kind Jordan of- was a lead actor before Black Panther came out. I mean, I don't know if I agree with. I think it shaped it differently that black people can be superheroes or you can have a majority yeah. majority black cast. But I don't I don't think, I don't think Michael I don't think B. Jordan was assumed that like 
African Americans couldn't play roles outside of nobody like, said nobody said that they couldn't assume. It's just that it wasn't widespread and it wasn't something that was being actively demanded as much as it is now, where you're trying to get uh, more kind of diversity and representation in in the market. And like I think to your point, Black Panther might have been the tip of the iceberg, but it certainly was something that set something off. So. I'm guessing, like, and, and again, to my point, Crazy Rich Asians, there wasn't much clamor for a movie like that. Uh, and no, see, also, there's, there's an important wow. point that you have to consider when it comes to, like, media representation, right? So you're talking about, the thing is that all forms of media are interconnected and each plays a role in how each form impacts something. So I'll give you an example, right? The thing is that your, your example is pretty good because it's a good talking point. The thing is when you look at, so if you look at the general media representation, and when I say general media, I mean all forms of media, not just entertainment. News. News is arguably the biggest form or the biggest dependency factor for media representation of, a, of communities, any community, right? If you look at American news outlets and American media, how many American media companies are actually shedding light on specifically Desi Americans' problems? Zero. It's literally zero. But then they do it most. They do it for other minorities like Latin, Latin people, Black people, and East Asian people, because those are the three main minority groups in the United States, right? Like uh, Indians are always. Indians are, quite frankly, were left out of the Asian category. So, so, and that plays a very big role in how other forms of media impact these minority groups. So, so if, you, if you take that into consideration, obviously there's not going to be a lot of representation of Indians in the mainstream media because, because quite frankly, they don't care. So, like, our problems are not, you know, uh, you know, as important as these other minorities' problems. And to a certain extent, I agree with it because most Indians who are in America are pretty well off. So, like, but if you take, but the, it, like, it's disproportionate with respect to Latin Americans, Black Americans, and, you know, other East Asian uh, communities. Yeah, and so, uh, no, I agree with you that it might not be as big a problem. I'm not trying to make it out to be a big problem. I guess my main gripe with it is the fact that uh, the the way they portray Indian men, right, and that gets jaded, right. It, I think personally that if kids growing up saw those kind of things, they would have a bad view of what they what they are. They, I think it could impact self esteem potentially, um, like a lot of popular. Uh, pop culture I items can do to these guys because of these kind of portrayals, right? And just not like like a lot of the talking points around like the recent successes, and I bring this up again: Crazy Rotations, Black Panther was they had really never seen people who look like that take on roles like that, right? And they were so happy because of it, right? And uh, and that's my point with this new generation of Indian Americans. Um, they're not seeing their faces anywhere. Right? Where do they see their faces? Where do they see people that look like them? Right? And 
you might think they not they won't care, but I I think that's a problem for the older generation. People like my parents, uh, and your parents wouldn't care because they grew up in India. Right? They didn't have any need for that, and then they came to America, and it's not like they would laugh. They care, right? but then Indian kids growing up now because a lot of them will start becoming second generation parents soon. It's like, and they'd want some kind of good, I think, personally, some kind of good role models for their kids. And usually when you think about role models, right, not many of them will be like Sundar Pichai or Satya Nadella, who've great success, but then, like, you, you don't really kind of see them in news because, again, they're kind of out doing their job. They're not forward-facing personalities, they're not like, uh, yeah, th- those kind of things. So I think it's, even though it might not be important to people of our generation, let alone people of the last generation, like we're 20, well, like Karan and I are 25 now. We might be parents in the next five years, right? And we will likely be no. raising our children. I mean, maybe. I said, I'm not likely, sorry. Karan yeah. is still living in his parents' house. I would love <laughs> that to is... see that he's... Uh, okay, fine. People of our age. I'm, I'm going to say this. People of our age are going to be, be becoming parents soon. And I've already seen like four or five marriages on Instagram stories. So they'll likely be parents soon. Um, and you start thinking about these kind of things. It's like, okay, you want a positive role model for your kids that looks like them. That helps them kind of be okay with their identity, right? And uh, and I think that's severely lacking in the Indian community. Yeah, I, I mean, I, see, I get, I get that, okay? But at the end of the day, it's supply and demand, right? The thing is that, does the media see that there is a demand for it? Quite honestly, I don't think they do, which is why they don't care. If they, if they did see a demand for it, they would supply it. And that's what the, happened with Crazy Rich Asians and Black Panther. They saw a demand. So then they were like, okay, let's supply this content. Let's see what happens. And it worked out well. So I'm sure they're going to continue to churn out movies with East Asian lead actors and black actors with a, with a positive light. Yeah, so. but I don't think personally leading up the movie, right? And I think the movie came out in, what, 2018? So I had been in the U.S. for three years by then, right? Up until the announcement, right? Even, like, even up until the trailer dropped, Right, there wasn't much. There wasn't even so much as a murmur about it. I think I might be wrong in this. Right, I didn't notice anything. I didn't notice anybody saying, "Oh, I really want want this to happen," because it was a book before it was a movie. There wasn't one too much. Spent a lot of money on marketing for crazy situations. Yeah, they spent a lot of money on marketing to generate that demand. Right? Why can't the same thing happen for Indians? That's what I'm saying. It's because it's like not, it's like not a simple. Said, right? it's, I mean, it's like a, not a simple measure of supply and demand, right? Because it's not like they saw a demand for crazy rich Asians and then. No, decided, I'm sure they did. If they didn't, they would have. They wouldn't have spent so much money making that movie. It was a pretty high budget movie, right? Like I mean, it, I don't. I think that also comes down to the producers and their personal beliefs and all these kind of things, right? How much money are they willing to put? How much uh, will will they see the movie as a success? rather than uh, what the cultural impact would be, right? And, like, I don't think, at least with Crazy Rich Asians, it outperformed what the expected demand was going to be. I think it, it extremely outperformed that. Um, 
because people started saying, oh, look, it's people that look like us on the main screen. We've come so far, and I'm so proud. Right? I, have a qu- I have another question. I'm just asking okay. questions today. <laughs> with, with how the world is also changing, right? So many, like, you brought this up, K-dramas, right? India has a huge movie industry. I mean, we, we get all the releases here. We have to, is Western media portrayal super important? Absolutely, it's absolutely super. Yes, it's absolutely important because, again, like, and I've, I'm seeing these, this in kind of the current generation of kids, like, let alone the upcoming generations. They really have very little connection with our culture. And that's because the media that they consume from a young age, right, especially with Asian parents who don't want their kids to be too Indian or too Asian, um, they don't also force don't think it. You're right about the Indian and Asian parents not wanting them to be a- too Asian. Um, I'll, I'll tell oh, you this. There's another anecdotal story. So, again, I may have talked to you guys about this previously. I went to, this is my first year at Georgia Tech. I just moved from India. They had like a, they had like a Diwali night or something. So they said, if you have ethnic clothes, please wear ethnic clothes. If not, at least try and like, wear like a button shirt and come, right? To to the people who don't have ethnic wear. So I of course wore what all of us would wear for Indian ethnic day, which is Kurta and jeans. Kurta and jeans. Jeans, not pajama? Yeah, no, bro, who wears nobody wears pajama to ethnic day, man. You're crazy. I have I have pajamas, pajamas with me. Have it's not like you don't it's not like we no, don't no, have, have pajamas. Of us from our school ethnic day. You wore jeans. Yeah, bro. Everyone wears kurta uh, Everyone wears kurta jeans. I probably wore it right. because of the pockets. I mean, nobody, I... bro. Wearing a pajama and walking around that shit all day is horrendous. It's so annoying. That would be insane. I find pajamas completely, com- like really comfortable. Okay, okay well, that's you. Yeah. That's not me. Fine. Aryan, well, the comfort is not the. The issue is not about like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 That's that's beside the point. Yeah. The point is, I wore kurta and and jeans or khakis or something, right? And I go there, and every single person is dressed better than me. They're wearing, every single Indian is wearing, like, a fancy kurta with dupatta. Some had churidars on, some had pajamas on. Like, I was, like, the worst. Me and the other Indian kid was the worst dressed, because we both wore kurta and jeans. <laughs> and I, I can understand that, Karan. But my point wasn't about people. No, so their, their parents are... I'm talking like, about, like, current generation, like, like my cousin who just went to college, right? Uh, like he, I know, doesn't have any kind of real connection to India, and I mean, he just has it as in going home or going to Bangalore like once every five years, right? And this is uh, and and I think like just look like just being around them and being around like current crop of like s- some Indian kids. Other than the festival, they don't give a crap. Right, because they don't have any connection to the culture, uh, like like we do, because we obviously grew up in India, and we have a better understanding of what the culture is, what the festival is, what they represent. But I highly doubt if you ask one of my cousins, right, what Ugadi was, or something like, that, or what Pongal was, right, something that is commonplace. Yeah, knowledge like was. Two. Huh? The sample size is two. I'm talking about hundreds. I mean, my years. sample size is two, but like. This this is your example from seven years ago. I'm sure it's changed since then. 
No, it's not. I, I, I personally still see think the it's posts online. Hmm? I still see the India Student Club posts online, everything. Yes, but how many people of these are like Indian Americans or just Indian Indians? Mostly Indian Americans. Oh, Georgia Tech Indian Indian Indians are coming there for undergrad? Hell no, man. Expensive, man. International student in Georgia Tech? Probably like 40k a year. Who the hell is going to spend that money? No, it's all Indian Americans. I, I have no doubt in my mind. I mean, I guess, but... I mean, yes, your sample size might be larger, but I just think... Even if you, like, there's this recent show uh, about, like, big Indian weddings. I can't remember what the name was. Yeah, on Netflix, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It it showed, like, especially... Brown Nation, right, I think? No, no. On Netflix, it's like... I can I'll find the name. Yeah, no, I've, like, I've, I've never heard of Watching that, that right? Watching that, you saw, like, some of these people who were, like, 30-year-old Indians, right? Just not understanding what an Indian wedding is about. It's called the big day. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I talked to you about this. And one of the weddings, uh, when these people are like completely, at least the feeling I got and from their names, they're completely Hindu. They just had a big Buddha head in the middle of a wedding. And I'm like, what is the relevance here? And the way they were talking and just say, oh, I came here, I came to... I came to Chennai to feel connected to my ancestral roots. Nobody really says that. I don't think any. I would say that. Um, so the, see, here's the thing. The thing is that when you say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the thing is when you say Indian wedding, the thing is that there is no Indian wedding. Okay, there's no we Indian are, wedding. There's big differences in weddings, right? But I'm giving like you an literally, example. literally every single culture, every single state has its own wedding. Karnataka has its own style of wedding. Tamil Nadu has its own style of wedding. You know, Kerala has its own style of wedding. Punjab. Everyone, when everyone thinks of wedding, they think of Punjabi yeah. wedding because they that's the one. They think of Punjabi wedding hype. because of parties and all that. Yeah. yeah, that's the one that gets the most hype. But what people don't understand is that first of all, most Punjabis don't even have that type of wedding. Okay, it's only the really, really rich Punjabis who have that type of wedding. The average Punjabi wedding is not like that. Okay, and I know that because I know a lot of Punjabis because there were a lot in my. Yeah, I mean, okay, but he's rich, so we can't use him as a as an example. The things ever in my in my college, there were a lot of Punjabis who came from very middle class backgrounds, and I, and I straight up asked, I'm like, dude, does every wedding happen like the like you know the wedding that everybody thinks a Punjabi wedding is like? No, it's not even close. Most people don't have the money for that, so it's not it's nothing like that. I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and and and, and think about it, right? Out of the 1.3 billion people in India, 900 million people live below the poverty line. Okay, that's 75% of the Indian population. Who the hell is going to throw a wedding like that? The median income of an Indian household is 3 lakhs per annum. 3 lakhs, that's nothing. Like, who the hell is throwing a wedding like that? No one. It's like a 0.001%. Yeah, but that's so, what everybody aspires to. That, that's to also see, something right? that you have to. People only want to see that. Nobody wants to see a regular wedding. Yeah. Who wants to see a regular wedding? Yeah. Nobody wants to see a regular wedding, but like, I don't think I personally will ever be or see a wedding that uh, has a giant Buddha head 
at a Tamilian way. This person was. I mean, Tamil. I mean, Buddha uh, is a Buddha is a Hindu god also. Just, just letting you know. Prana, he's considered also. Yeah, he's, he's he's considered. Prana, these people just. And also, the thing is that in Hindu. Yeah, but what Tamilian wedding you tell me right now? Uh, would have this kind of extravagance because I mean, South Indian weddings. South Indian weddings are like probably the most boring of the lot. Yeah, that I agree. We have to hear the clarity. Like, I, say, uh, I, yeah, I've I've gone to these kind of weddings, and all I've done is like I've obviously missed the ceremony because there's no need to stay for the ceremony. We've said goodbye to the bride. Like four thirty a.m. in Tamil Tamil. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. we sit at the table. We get a banana leaf. We eat our food, and then we leave. Right, that is the extent of a South Indian wedding that I've been to. Um, but I guess. That's beside the point. And content back to our listeners, uh, Amit mentioned three lakhs per annum. That's three lakh rupees. That translates to about four thousand dollars a year. Just to clarify. But currently, go on. Yes, from a content perspective, again, it's about what content people want. They only want to see the big ones. Nobody wants to see a documentary on a regular Indian wedding. No, but nobody really does, and I can understand that content. But I guess uh, my main point. Will always be like it. It has to be done before it can be proven that it can't be done. Uh, okay, I, yeah, but then the thing is, are you going to fund them? No, right. So then I'm not going to again, fund them. But then when you have like people like uh, Mindy Kaling Production, she she owns her own production company. She's she's produced some good content. I'm not going to lie. She produced some offices of the episode. Sorry, some episodes of the Office, which were probably some of the more popular episodes. On uh, of the office, right? She produced some of them, and they're really good. But then, one person can't do everything. I'm yeah, not asking man. one person to do everything. I'm just asking her to do something. Yes, no. Okay. See again, again, Pranav. It's back to the point that it's a, it's a business, right? The thing is that are you really willing to spend millions of dollars on an idea that you think? that you don't know will work or not a lot of people aren't quite frankly speaking a lot of people aren't like it'll be great i i i will do nothing but support mindy kaling and any other desi who wants to break stereotypes and give indians a representation that we deserve okay yes. but but i also know realistically speaking from a business standpoint that it's going to be very very difficult to do that because at the end of the day it's all about the money money makes the world go around whether you like it or not so again that's i i understand that amit uh, and i am completely in you, in with you because i've i've mentioned this before like indian men aren't particularly sellable like some surveys consistently kind of rank us the least attractive of all races across the world um but what my thing is is that yes okay money is the important thing right but i think also like there there are also instances of people doing something and it catching it on like fire right and it bringing to the surface that these kind of things need to be done and need to be represented right great but the thing is that they took a chance no most people don't Pranav, they took a chance. I'm like that. thinking, like, why can't other people take that chance? Like, Karan, go ahead, go ahead, Karan. Yeah, Pranav, on the off chance that Mindy Kaling listens to this, I know you had one idea about <laughs> Indian kid coming to college. Any other ideas? 
Indian I, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not a particularly creative person. Uh, no, but what would you like to see? Because I would I'm see gonna be brutally content. honest with you, Sana. I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. Indian male yes. coming to college, I don't see it. I'm not talking about experience. Indian male coming to college. I just like an Indian person Indian. In, you know, but like the oh, trope sorry, I'm bad. most like yeah, I'm too I'm tired of like two main biggest tropes that have been kind of permeating. One is the uh, caricature, caricature, caricaturization of Indian people, right? Indian men mostly, but also sometimes Indian women get that tag with them. And two, right, just every time you have like a brown woman lead or like, and since brown women are like the most prevalent in Western media right now, they're almost always dating a white man like it could be it could easily be like a black man a asian man any any kind of difference right but it's always like that typical white man thing and that that does get irritating after a certain point right so just some some kind of content without those tropes the thing is the thing is that unfortunately pranav the data is showing that that is what is happening in the last what 10, 10, 20 years, right? The the number of Asian women, okay, Asian, not, not just Indian, not just East Asian, yeah. Asian women that have married outside their race has skyrocketed. Okay. Proof for this. And, and okay, there, there are plenty also of because of the culture that we're portraying, like the culture for the past 20 years that we've portrayed has an impact on these kind of things. It's not just like what, one day they just woke up and say, oh, I'm, I'm only attracted to white men or something. Not that way, but I think the whole world is changing, right? It's becoming more interconnected, more melting pot. Like, I don't think that, like, using, like, the last 20 years and saying, like, oh, like, they're marrying out of race. Yeah, because, it, it, I mean... No problem with them marrying out no, of race. I have no issue either. I just don't think that... I think that if they are... I don't think that... Indians only have to date Indians in like media representation. It sounds like you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say you said that. I'm saying I don't care for, I don't care that that, that has to be represented in. I, I don't care that it has to be represented, but I just want some diversity in that program. Right? I'm just tired of seeing a brown woman or Asian woman or like the, those just like always having like a white man as a partner. Right, or a white person as a partner, right? There could be so much diversity. Right? There could be an Asian man and a black woman, a black man and an Asian woman. It could very easily be a Desi man and a Desi woman. I don't think that's too much to ask for as representation in media where that's really never happened as a lead. Right? It's, I watched one movie recently that was about that, but then again, that lead actress's sister was marrying a white man. I mean, like, I'm just like, like, is it that hard to cast somebody else in that role? Is my main thing. And that's the kind of content to your question that I want to see. All right, Mindy, if you're listening, please talk to Pranav. Don't even talk to Pranav. Cast Pranav as a producer. So he can, uh, so we can get a show that he wants, and then we can see. 
do the people yeah. actually want to see this content yeah. I, i would i would watch it i i would watch it telling me i and i'm not saying like like necessarily that yes people want to see that content it's just it's a start it's a start and things need to start it can't just like be okay we're not going to get the success of crazy rotations there was so much building up to crazy rotations i feel right there was so much things going back behind this behind the bank background like uh like the popularity of Jackie Chan the popularity of Jet Li the popularity of Bruce Lee uh and then what Min Young can I get to remember their names I don't I mean the the funny thing is front of all the examples you used like out of the three guys you named two are not even american <laughs> okay well, not even so, american but like you can see the cultural impact they've had uh on Yeah but the thing is that also the the examples you used were all typical like stereotypical roles kung fu and like fighting I mean, and shit also it, then wasn't, you have it wasn't a, like an actual like, it wasn't like a full like character development role no, have you seen like Jackie Chan's Yo. movies there's no character development in any of his films rush hour he's the same guy in all three movies look uh, i mean that's not my point though i'm saying it builds up right you get the kind of you get that kind of base right and then start showing that you can the demand for such products like Michelle Yeoh is a like she's the one who acted in everything everywhere all at once she's been like i mean she's been around the industry for forever right Sandra Oh is also making great strides uh and it's just it something needs to start right it can't be like oh there's no demand for it so we shouldn't do anything right there there should be like some starting point and even if it bombs that can be used as a reference to move further that's, that's my point right you can nothing that blew up nothing that blew up blew up just because of one instance yeah and i see that's the thing prano the thing is that it comes back to my earlier point is that there has to be like a general representation and a desire for like to solve like problems of indians in the general media like in like especially news the thing is that if you really think about it the reason why like all these minorities got such explosive representation in entertainment is because there was so much um you know disrest and like and a lot of issues that were being propagated by mainstream media but we don't but as indians we don't have that so nobody really cares so the only way it's going to change is if the mainstream media actually starts to cover issues surrounding indians that makes people go oh okay you know this is you know this is an issue people need to be talking about this and we need to see more representation and that is when it's going to happen until that happens it's seriously not going to happen i'm being very I, honest see the thing is like yes it I think you're just thinking of it as a form that it will blow up. I'm talking about we need to start, right? And uh it's not like what were martial arts movies particularly popular before Bruce Lee uh explored the genre. No. They weren't. Right? And then he came out uh forgot the name. Was it Enter the was Dragon was his most Enter the Dragon, Dragon right? Yeah. You, I can't think of any instances where that kind of content would have been widely panned, like widely requested in the 70s, 
let alone right now, like let alone right now of course right now it would be but then the thing is we need to start right we need to start we need somebody to kind of get that start and i'm not saying it needs to be an instant success right? it doesn't need to be it just needs to create a foundation we need like a foundation is my main point because everything that's happened these past 5 years isn't a result of only 5 years of uh unrest and uproar right it's been building for a long time because of foundations laid by previous projects and if we don't have that then we don't have any leg to stand on that's my point Karan, you have anything to say? I, I honestly don't have anything to say. Like, I have nothing I mean, new to say, honestly. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, Prano's point, if there's, like, if one of our friends, like, you know, someone we grew up with, like, Rohan Gorbaksani, is a non-stereotypical male lead in a show, I'll watch it. Yeah, we see. And... that's again my point too like cuz i think earlier on you guys said just like because indians are so fractured in how they behave with each other north and south they wouldn't support a project like that i disagree with that and of I course i don't think we said support i think that there won't be universal like exaltation of something i mean it doesn't need to be universal exaltation but like i'm sure if something came out with uh a a hindi a north indian male lead south indians will still watch it and i mean even especially if it's in english so necessarily true i mean uh, because most of uh, because I, so most south indians i know don't watch hindi shows hindi and tv shows i'm not shows. talking about i'm They talking about like a hindi. north indian lead in western media i'm not talking about like a hindi show itself that's what yeah, that's no, my the, Okay. Okay, yeah, okay. Fair point. Okay. Yeah, because I'm sure it, I'm sure Indians will band together the same way that all uh East Asians banded together uh when all, like when these movies came out. I'm I'm pretty positive. I could be proven wrong. Right? But I think that that needs to be something that starts. And it needs to be something that like happens before we can even judge whether it would be successful or not because these kind of things have been proven wrong all the time i mean see the thing is that the, here's the thing the only way this is going to happen is if is if somebody let's say you invest in in let's say mindy kaling and tells her to make a movie it, this is the only way it's going to happen the thing is that i i personally believe that it is not a problem that is or it is your sentiment is not shared by a lot of other desi americans my my personal opinion yeah, because i feel i feel if it i feel if it was there would have been people would have been talking about it but nobody's talking about it so i don't think there are a lot of people that share your sentiment I, and i think so, that because there's not been enough of it right there there's not been enough of representation of our culture and again maybe to your point also indians are not particularly outgoing so why would they create an uproar about this at the very few people that create an uproar about it don't really do anything to help it uh is my take on it and 
and you may think, okay, Indians might not care about it that much. But then I think personally is that if something like this would happen and it came out and it shed light on these certain kind of things and it showed Indians in a positive light in the way that we want to be represented, not as like some dog millionaires or people who are kidnapped as a child and then given to a white family uh, as an adoptee. Um, those kind of stories would really reverberate with Indians and start creating the kind of demand for this kind of content. It's, it's not like we're a tiny portion of the United States' diaspora. We, we create a significant portion. So I guess that's... that's we, how many, how many, what's the... I guess, I, guess I mean, it's not a significant portion. Maybe I, I worded that wrong. But I think I looked up at the U.S. census. 6% is Asian. Uh, I think that includes uh, Indian. Uh, and six, so 6% six is Asian? That means Indians are like, what, maybe half. That's 3%. I mean, that's I mean, I'm not talking about Indians, but like brown people in general. I'm sure there will be a decent amount of brown people. Yeah, I mean, but okay, yeah, brown people, that's what, Indians, Pakistanis, Sri Lankans, Bangladeshi. Bangladeshis. Nepalis. Bhutanis. Do, do Middle Easterns count as brown? No, they're not Asian. Middle Eastern has its own checkbox usually. Yeah, so you have Middle East, you have East Asia, and then you have South Asia. And then you have Southeast but Asia. Middle East is still South in Asia, though. I mean, the I think on the farm, Middle East is still in, Yeah, Middle East is still in Asia, but they're not considered, because they also... Yeah, have, they're not considered Asian, just like how Indians are also not considered Asian. I mean, they're, they're also... They they also like race wise they can also be Caucasians because I believe the Caucasus is in the Middle East so it could potentially be Caucasian. Uh, I mean, if you're going to go back that deep, then even Indians are because all the Aryans were Persians and Persians. Yeah, are I mean, Indian. yeah, the Aryans are North India though. We have Dravidians in the South. Well, we are Dravidians, but like I'm just saying, like, I mean, if you're going to, uh, but the majority of India is North Indians. Yeah, and I guess I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, I'm just saying, if we're going to go into political correctness, then we can go, we can talk we about can, We can do that for a later episode. But, the yeah. federal government categorizes people born in Lebanon, Iran, Egypt, and other Middle Eastern North Africa region as white. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, mean I feel like we, should have, we, should have, we, we definitely should have called Isha for this episode. I'm sure she could have, she would have given us a much better... Um, Perspective considered. We can always, we can always invite yeah. her um, and discuss the the contents of the episode if she would like to listen to it, and then come and tell us a new one if she feels if she feels. Oh, like I, I think that would be a good. I think it would be much. I think that would be great considering she's in the industry or she wants to at yeah. least get into the industry, and so yeah, she so, would know better than any of us what is actually. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah. at the end of the day, we've realized that don't know what type of content people want and we just think that they should stick an Indian person in like a main role and see how it works I, out. I don't think it's again, that's not the point I made. That's not the I'm, point I made. I'm asking. I am asking. Uh, um, I'm saying I, you made all the points. <laughs> made points. No, current next episode is all your points. No, 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 no. All um, I'm, I'm just trying to summarize a little TLDR from Mindy Kaling if she skips to the end. But that TLDR felt a little bit light on the details. Because I'm not the saying... TLDR. Uh, I mean, light on the details as in, like, 
overlooked a lot of things that we discussed in that like i don't want to like just throw an indian person in that is an example that you could not in a main role without conforming to stereotypes yes so as long as it's a person that uh isn't as stereotype as a poo from the simpsons or i just what would they... what would that character look like to you like in terms of like what would be his personality what would he do what i mean there's like... so i feel I'm, like i'm asking I you can just make a yeah. pick a character up you don't have to I mean, say what I've, all different options it's like i've maybe seen two main types in like the sheltered nerdy ones and then the like absolutely outgoing nerdy ones as well like i mean i've seen a few dumb indians but they're not particularly widespread to me i've not seen you guys could have different experiences with that in america but uh i don't know i don't have a general idea of a character I'd like i just like a character just any character that represents me in any in in a positive way not in like and see the thing is that the unfortunate reality is is that most indians today are still conforming to stereotypes unfortunately because if you look at the number of asian americans right just asian americans it's mostly east asians there are I, there aren't that many desi americans if you really look at the statistics right it, the most of the indians that are still coming to the us are immigrants for the most part because as karan said at the beginning of the podcast indians came much later than other immigrants most indians started immigrating only towards the late 80s early 90s after you know the tech bubble started to um, you know grow so um so then it's so then most indians today are still you know for the most part first generation so and i i i don't know if i agree with that unless i see the stats but then also like the amount of immigration from mainland china is also pretty considerable and we both have like similar populations so i don't think um that's the greatest line to draw on the sand um like uh and it's not like uh there there's like a unhealthy it's not like there's like a very small amount of indian americans in colleges especially uh and indians can come from anywhere like again like i said like india there were the, i have an indian friend who grew up in botswana there's one right now at cmu uh, his parents actually came from or grandparents sorry came from guyana so again those those are different options like indians are everywhere uh, and it's not like there's a lack of content there's so many things the western world can do about uh, the mogul empire the uh british colonial era uh of prehistoric india maybe stuff like that it's not, it's not like there's a lack of options and instead we're kind of treated to like five different retells of world war 2 uh with again where india played a significant role we're just we're treated to like five significant five different things and i think the only time we really saw indians like that were like I think it was the 19 movie 1917 and they had an Indian contingent there but 
again, the, those stories weren't told. And I didn't know that there was an Indian contingent on maybe in Normandy uh, before that came out. So again, that's, that's a positive step. Yeah, I mean, the British, the British used a ton of Indian soldiers in World War One and World yeah. War Two. So, they used a ton. Of, there's always a subtext about maybe Subhash Chandra Bose with Hitler. Uh, th- those kind of stories. That there are so many stories that can be told historically, fi- like fictionally maybe, but like there's so many stories that can be told historically, right? And uh, even to Amit's point, if there's not enough demand for it, like if somebody doesn't make the step and say, look. This story is very interesting. I feel like it would be successful if it got out. Uh, yes, somebody might have to ch- take a chance and pour money into something that may fail. But uh, I think I think that's that's something we might have to do. Okay. So then, okay. Let let me let me help Karan's. Uh, let me be the precursor to Karan's conclusion. Okay. Uh, Mindy Kaling, Aziz Ansari, and any other brown uh, person who's made it big in the entertainment industry if you are listening to this podcast i humbly request that you cast some brown dude and make him a fuck boy so he can be the exact opposite of what people think brown people are my humble request i think i think actively and i've talked to my cousin ad nauseum about this is that a lot of indians are fuck boys (laughs) <laughs> it's very hard to believe. Oh, they wanna be at least. They're yeah, like I, I, I find that hard to believe. Oh, see, there's a Not difference between wannabe fuckboy and an actor. But they act like fuckboys. You can talk to Nikki. I think girls have more experience with this, and uh, and I'm talking about like fuckboys in American college. And I don't think you've had too much experience with Indians in an American college setting, unfortunately. Uh, Karan and I have, and I've seen some people. That are pretty, pretty much fuckboys, and Nikita has seen a lot of them, so she doesn't particularly enjoy mm. enjoy that aspect. So, so I mean, that, it's better. It's better than being Rajesh Kutrapali. I mean, in my opinion, I guess yeah. I mean, it, it'll be a different take. I'm open to it. Completely open. Yeah, because I, I rather have I rather have you go to the other extreme and <laughs> then at some point meet somewhere in the middle rather than just keep stereotyping about how we're nerdy virgins. Even though we are all three of us are nerdy virgins. Um you know, I, I was I was telling Karan about this. Uh, there was this recent um guest host on Jimmy Kimmel. She was a black comedian. And she brought up this uh, new study that came up on psychology today, just like like a week ago or two weeks ago. And it was about how um, there's been a, a dramatic rise in lonely single men. And she joked saying that, that is, uh, this needs to stop because uh, otherwise people are just going to keep coming up with like these lonely single guys are just going to keep making podcasts, which I thought was hilarious because look what we're doing right now. So... Um. Uh, so again, I I I rather have it go to the other extreme, and then we can do something later. So we can just people. show that in. Yeah. So we can just show that Indian people actually can get laid. Yeah, we can we can pull, even though it's probably some zero point zero 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 one percent of like Indians, but it's still happening. So. 
I mean, considering we have a population of 1.3 billion in India. Yeah, but our culture is very conservative, so. I guess that's fair. And like, but even it's... for the most part, I would say the majority of Indians still, even Indian Americans, I would say a good number of them still have those conservative values. In from my uh, experience, of yeah, course, that's I'm why we have Indian. people like. That's why we have people like Bobby Jindal and Nikki Haley. Yep. So I, oh, I think wonderful. On that note, let's wrap up. Please let the next Indian male representation be a fuckboy and. Please include Pranav in any creative decisioning or production work. Please don't include me. I do not have the talent. I just have okay. Opinion. Every everybody is a beginner at some point. So, so you know, it, it everyone figures it out on the way. And I'm sure Mindy Kaling and Aziz Ansari will be very happy to um, mentor you. So. Yeah, that was our first episode. Uh, yeah, just to let us know what you think. Um, most of the people listening to this will probably be friends and family, so we should we sh- hopefully you'll get some good reviews and go from there. All right, thanks, yeah, guys. If you if you've made it this far, thank you for uh, making it this far. So, uh, hope to hear you guys tune in to our future episodes. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye, guys.